Greetings, this is Cascade from Tepsi Yavin 4 of the Sigma Nation Cluster, and you are listening to the Escape Pod. One, two, three, four, cast. This show was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. Take it away, boys. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained. This is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Live from the Nerdy Network Studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Paul, we were supposed to start the bi-weekly show this week, not last week. I, I know, some things came up, I wasn't able to make that happen. I apologize to you and the listeners. Well, at least we got you back. I mean, you... Is that a good thing or a bad thing? They put a new ship in the game. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yes, another unit that I could care less about, Neil. Still with the conquest hate. No, not hate. It Honestly, at this point, it's just pure grade A apathy. Uh, we'll cover the kit and our thoughts. Meanwhile, Thad looks to find some lore about it in his segment. We also make an announcement about the off weeks that are... Just go ahead and make it now. Make it now. Okay, fine, fine. On the off weeks between the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes shows, we have found you something to keep you interested. Starting next week, the Escape Podcast, Marvel Strike Force Edition, will begin to air when we are not on the air. The second and fourth Fridays will be them. Meanwhile, we'll take the first and third. And the hosts of the show will be our special guests, Bones Flare and Sephiranus. A new Dickie and the Noob and Patreon's choice is coming up as always as well. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod. Cast. The Escape Pod. Cast News. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Podcast. I'm your host, the Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul. Paul, how are you doing today? It's. I'm surprised you didn't elongate the cast there for for a moment. What? You know, you just you, keep, you just said got, it. Got keep, I just said it. Got to keep you on your toes. You know, <laughs> I'm can't, doing can't, okay. can't, can't be uh, can't be too predictable. Yeah, after a uh, after a well needed mental health week off. We are back. Take care of your mental health, people. If you need to, it's okay to take a break, to say something. So there you go. Yes, sir. All right, Bob, how's it going? It's good, my friend. Uh, just chilling. Same old, same old. Swuggling and Marvel Strike Forcing and all that fun stuff. How you guys been? Doing all right. Nev, got- what was your week like, man? I, I'm not happy. I, I was really, really annoyed, actually. I got promoted from a Rhodium to Kyber, and I'm not pleased. I'm just not. I'm very, very unhappy. <laughs> I, I go out of my way to do nothing, 
right, and deliberately miss rounds to not do well because I don't care about Conqu uh, about GAC anymore. And it promotes me, <laughs> not just my main account, like, but my alt account. And I do even less on my alt account than I do on my main account. And it's like, oh, you're in Kyber 5. And I'm like, no. Because that means <laughs> I've, got to do, I've got to do three fleet and I've got to do it. And I don't want to do all of that. I like, you know, so, yeah, I'm not. It, it wasn't a good week. See, yeah, it wasn't a good week seeing myself promote to Kyber 5 at ah. the beginning of it. So I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed. At that 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 that's frustrating that that's annoyed the crap out of me because now i have to waste more time playing a mode i don't care about anymore but aren't i was about to say aren't you the uh aren't you the ga center you know co-host <laughs> that the, my 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 the the, the app my apathy for the game is too strong it's... my apathy for all my apathy for all star wars is just too strong there's just yeah you're no. you're complaining I'm hoping. I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that when Ahsoka drops, that it cures my apathy. But I, I, it just there's there's nothing there's nothing there at the moment. I'm just like, use Mando. See, I'm I'm uh, back Mando, on I the think, I, like, I already like Mando, so that, that's not gonna that, that's that's not gonna cure my apathy. I already like Mando, and it's <laughs> it, I need something new. You know, I need something. Um, I just need something new. There's just too. Look, it, there's there's loads of stuff going on at the moment, like TV wise, and uh, th th there are some interesting things happening. But it's like, is it too little, too late? Um, uh, the, it's not just Star Wars. Look, it, look at uh, look at Star Trek and look at Doctor Who. I mean, they're that desperate to get people back, you know, to to, to bring back all the apathetic Doctor Who viewers because Doctor Who kind of lost me after Peter Capaldi. I like Peter Capaldi. I think Peter Capaldi is an excellent actor and I really thought he was going to make a good Doctor, but the story, he he just didn't have the ability to, you know, save it from a story perspective. Um, uh, so that what they, what do they do? The, the, they've got rid of the latest Doctor and they're bringing back David Tennant. It's like, you know, for three episodes, Neil. Three episodes, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, because <laughs> they brought back they brought back the original writers from that tenant era, and everyone's like, okay, so we know that good writers are coming back. Can they write some good stuff for whoever the new doctor's gonna be? And then they bring David Tennant back for three, but he's only coming back for three, and they've already said who the doctor is that's gonna be after that. So it's like it, it, we're giving you a taste of what you actually want, and then we're gonna take it away <laughs> and give you what we want. So it's like okay. Well, and, and have you heard? And the other thing, the Star Trek thing, the Star Trek thing. Okay, even, so even so this... on the there's a Star Trek thing while we're doing the Star Wars show. Go ahead. Yeah, and there's a Star Trek the the, the Star Trek thing as well is even even more hilarious because it's like they're bringing back the entire TNG cast for season three of Picard, and nobody knows about it. Why does nobody know about it? Because Nobody, people are too apathetic for the the new Star Trek stuff that's coming out. It's, it's like people. Would, okay, and, and you know what? There's people who are, and there's people who are not as well. Just because you know that that's the problem with the internet, in my opinion, is you know there are you can if there are more than two, more than one person saying the word people means two or more, plural. So well, no, yes, two, you could say two, people, two but a, some people. Two, 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 no, two would be a couple of people. You could get two, <laughs> a couple of people would be two. A few people would be three. You're, you're but people you're... is 
everything after Stru- four. Stru- everything after four. Pete. Okay, everything after, everything after four. There's five people in a room, and they all agree. All of a sudden, when you say people are saying this, yes, you're right. That's that one room over there is saying it. So, I'm on your but side, yeah, man. no, it's it's like if if they'd done that earlier in Picard, because we got we got a little taste with Riker, and it's like, come on. It was. We want the original. Come on, you you can call the show Picard all you like, but we want the original. We want the TNG crew back. Bring them back, and it's like they're bringing them back, and it's like should have done it earlier. Should have done it sooner. Should have done it sooner. That's cool. They're coming back though. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm just curious. I'm just curious um, about you know. I just uh, you know curious about the. Uh, the Star Wars stuff because obviously the next Star Wars product, the next Disney Star Wars product is Bad Batch. Well, okay, in so January, but they have to finish Andor, which I think they're, I think the game is waiting for you know, because there's not a lot of news right now. They're waiting for Andor to finish before they go, okay, here you go. Now you can have the, uh, now you can have Andy Circus inside your game. You can have, you know, um, you can have a a, a boot wearing Imperial officer in your game. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but we 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 thought we thought that when they brought out, brought out the book of Boba, didn't we? That we thought, oh, here's a, here's a, here's some TV content, um, and they could push some product. Um, on the video games using the characters from the book of Boba, but they didn't really give us a lot, did they? Uh, we, we thought we were going to get more from Mando, but we didn't. Um, so yeah, it would be nice to see. Yeah. Because um, it would people, be nice. and I've got the, the air quotes going here because people got all upset over the, the Vespa crew, you know, Trashy. he probably could have had, Oh, the mods. Thundercats the mo- the and the mods. mods. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. No, the mo- the, mo- the, fu- the, fu- the five no. mods. Oh, yeah. No, that no. would have been... It would have been... Yeah, it would have to been the To some people, but there are just, also just other say- people that still... You just want... Just just, 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 get, just come out and say that you want the sisters in the game. Just just come out and say that you want the... Yeah, you want the sisters in the game, don't you? You, you do. You, you, you want those, those episode... Um, five, six, and seven, eight characters, and the uh, and the characters that were in that one-off episode from the uh, uh, the 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 Bad Batch, the Martell sisters. That's who you really want in the game. <laughs> you you don't want the you don't you don't want the mod gang. You want the Martell sisters, don't Martez, you? Not Martell. Martez, Martell, Martez, whatever. They're that forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not, because you remember them. Well, no, because I didn't remember their name. You had to correct me because I couldn't remember their name. You remember the name, but you knew who I was talking about. It'd be nice to. um, It would be nice to get. But here's the thing: what, 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 what would they class them as? Would they give them the Rogue One tag if they got brought them from the Andor show? What, what, what would they get? What, what tag? What tag would characters from Andor get? I'm surprised we haven't Maybe, got Sagarera um, yet. And would they would they have synergy with Rogue One characters? Probably, probably they would actually likely morph a tag instead of saying, you know, pre rebellion or something like that. Oh, and that's a good point as well. The uh, did you see the Red Five post uh, from Ultra? On, yeah, on I mean it's... from Ultra. Th- that's I, something that uh, you want to get into the the 
the drama of the forums to kick off the show, or do we want to talk Let's about talk the about kids? I, I, yeah, I want to talk about it. Let's talk about the, the drama. Let's we talk about drama. the drama because I mean, let's let's be honest. Let's be honest about the ship. I mean, <laughs> come on, nobody cares. There's, no one cares. I, I care yeah, about the only, ship. There's only there's only a handful of people that have got the Grand Inquisitor. You know, there are people looking at this, going, "Oh my god, this is a conquest reward." There's four thousand um, people that have. That. So, yeah. by the way, there's people, and they number in the four thousand that would give a crap. And the people that's that are ready to get Grand Inquisitor without putting too much into it. And they said December. Which is coming in December, which is before you would actually feasibly be able to unlock the ship during conquest in December. Um, I'm I'm just I'm just, you know, uh, I'm just mildly concerned that, you know, they do something like they bring the ship raid out next year. And say, oh, by the way, you need this ship, and it's like it's, it's going like, to happen. This ship at seven stars. It, oh, that would be so annoying. They're going to do that. Horrible. That They're going to do that. Uh, not, not that you need it, but that it's really, really good in the. It's going to be really a really, really important ship in the raid because it's going to do something awesome, you know. Um, so yeah, be interesting. So yeah, are there, any, the are, are there any? Are there any of our twenty-five viewers in that four K? Live, live viewers. <laughs> live viewers. But, hi. I have it. So I have Grand go. Inquisitor. There yeah, but is. you're not a viewer. You're a host. We, 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 we wanted to know how many of the viewers, not how many of the hosts. If it's the host, it's just you. <laughs> <'Cause me and laughs> well, there. I'm sure they'll check in. You know, they'll watch it on YouTube or they'll, you know, come in and comment. Oh, and comment say, below. Yeah, comment below or come into the Discord and comment. That you have Grand Inquisitor or not? We so, really want to know. <laughs> Fatality says that they just took Grand Inquisitor to Relic Seven. So there you there go. You Somebody go. has it now. It's people. Me. Yeah, but yep. does me yeah, and Fatality? Does Fatality, ca- A couple does of Fatality care about this ship? Just because he's got the Grand Inquisitor doesn't mean he get- cares about this ship. He might not care about this ship. Doctor Feelgood has it now. It's a trio. Does Does Doctor Feelgood care about the ship? I I could tell you. Yes, he does. He's already got the red box from what I think I understand. So nice. there, see, looks at somebody there in first, someone, someone there in first. Nope, I'm uh, someone at three million. <laughs> so it's not even on their radar. Exactly. Not even on the radar. You know? The skate pod's divided. <laughs> it always has. <laughs> Anton says, not not Grand Inquisitor, but Jabba. I, you know, I, I'm, I've been rushing after Jabba. We were talking about it in the pre show. Um, I've already got Kersant in there. I'm now farming the shards, uh, two refreshes a day, um, for Skiffguard Lando. Once Boosh becomes available, if it's, it's three refreshes a day, whether it be Cantina Energy or the node on hard, wherever it shall be. And if it's on ships, I do one extra, um, one extra crystal energy buy and boom, I've got. My 300 energy. I got my my farming regiment. I average you average about five shards a day, no matter where light side, dark side, or ship. If you're in, uh, if you're doing cantina, you average. If you do three refreshes, you average about ten to uh, ten to twelve per per day. I need your drop rates. <laughs> so I. 
No, I'm I'm kind of just farming. I'm just farming for ships at the moment. The ships that I've got, I'm just trying to get all of the ships that I've got up to seven stars, um, and then I'll probably start working on some of the um, uh, some of the crew for the other fleets. Because if if you know, still gonna, I I still want the ships that I've got to be good whenever the ship raid does eventually come out. We are going to eventually get the ship raid at some point next year. Um, and I'd, I'd like to be able to, you know, have fun with that raid. Unlike, you know, when the Crankle first came out and it was like, oh, wow, I can I, I can muster five what, whole characters to go with the Crankle raid. That are over <laughs> what five. is going to be fun <laughs> for you, though? Huh? What is going to be fun for you? Because fun for you may be different from my fun. I would like to oh, no, have it, something be, to be... figure out like it was the Sith raid. Now, it wasn't yeah. fun. I agree. The Crankor, when it first came out, that everybody had to coordinate their attacks and do their damage at a certain time. That wasn't fun. That was too grindy. And also, there's... I think somebody's been able to solo phase one now of the, uh, of the Crankor. But it got... It has to be a s specific speeds and things like that in order mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah, more than, more than likely, yeah. But that's the only way, only thing you can do. Yeah, they're just trying to make the the the, the ship raid that ship raid is going to be ridiculous. Ship ship raid, you know, the ship raid is going to require like you know all relic crew for every single ship in order to you know be able to score what's necessary to. Uh, to 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 complete the raid and get the shards for whatever the you know because the, the reward shards for the ship, I still think it's going to be red five. I do. I still think it's going to be red five. Um, but that does mean we 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 will uh, need prior to that ship reward being announced in the ship raid, we would still need jumpsuit, Luke. Um, and then they'd have to do a rework so that there was some kind of awesome synergy between. Biggs, Wedge, and um, Luke, uh, yeah. and get them renamed Red Two, Red Three, and Red because that that it would just be an awesome fleet, and and they'd have to be freaking awesome um, because you know they destroyed the, the, that's the team that destroyed the Death Star for God's sake, so they they'd have to be pretty goddamn OP. <laughs> and then Galactic Legend Porkins. Because what 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 Get happens out. what 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 have to, what'd, what'd have to happen is you know um, a bit like you know you know how fives sacrifice himself as a cloak and then everybody else gets buff they'd ha they'd have to rework <laughs> it so that um, so that Biggs does that so you know if anybody dies Biggs sacrifices himself and it makes Wedge and Luke you that'd know, be cool more OP that'd be yeah. cool. Zaz says they need to introduce a PVE fight whether. Um whether a raid or something else, but the enemies have randomly generated bonuses so that you'll need to study up before choosing a team to use. Basically, you want a galactic challenge version of a raid. If it awards good enough awards, I'm for that. Yeah. That sounds cool. But, but Nev, I mean, I know you've poo-pooed on, uh, on all this. As far as the uh, as far as galactic challenges and now conquest go, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't care about them anymore. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'll throw teams in and hit auto. Like the last Sith raid one was quite easy. I just threw in uh, JMK 
my JMK cat team hit auto. It did everything except for, um, you know, a full Sith team. <laughs> so, so then I threw in my C. <laughs> I threw my C team in and hit that on auto and got, you know, got them. So I only had to do two fights on full auto. And Conquest is always full auto anyway. It's quite nice having JMK as an extra team now. So I've got three GLs and then I've got a decent uh, a Starkiller team and a uh, uh, and a gas team and a CLS team. Um, yeah. So I've got uh, an adult. So I've got a bunch of teams that I can, you know, oh, that's a tough one. I'll throw that team in. So, so I've got more more close to 100% stamina for autos. So the um, the drama that has been going on um, is apparently some people, once again, people, uh, took to the forums to try to decry Meathead by taking him out of context. There's, you know, he's been, um, we, we all know he's been putting red in the, in the forum post. Now ultra has, you know, added fuel to the fire, but what we're, what we're seeing are people that are causing infighting within the group that normally doesn't infight and it's made a few places a lot more toxic lately a lot more self-hating and i mean you you've seen this bob uh i'm not sure as far as like the actual swugga forums i yeah. don't know what you're talking about okay i have no clue so somebody posted a screenshot of of um ultra and meathead talking back and forth and meathead made a comment about you know i thought you guys like to read or you know thanks for telling me how to do my job i've been doing for 10 years Okay. Talking with people he normally talks with, but taking him out of context and saying, he's being mean. I see. I mean, I if people you. knew the things that we said to each other in voice chat <laughs> playing Fallout, if they yeah. took it in context for here, they would yeah. never understand why you're a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I hate text, too, because it's hard to tell sometimes. Even I've taken things that I thought people were mad at me about or something, and really they're just messing with me, right? But you don't hear their tone of voice. So, um, that's yeah. Be that's, because th that's because there is no universally accepted font for sarcasm. There should be. That's there should be. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. there really should be. like a. But then people will sarcastically use the font, and, you know, it ruins the whole thing. <laughs> that's why you put a, you know, you put a uh, open carrot, Slash sarcasm close carrot. Okay. Oh, Nev, we, we lost, lost Nev. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Just, just the camera. We, we just did a, we just did a loop de loop in the Falcon or whatever we're in. <laughs> Punch it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know anything about that, but uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, that stuff's happening all the time. So, so I, I mean, for what it's worth. If you are a listener to the show and you feel that Meathead was being mean, take my assurance 
that he was not being vindictive. It was more of a joke between friends. Please calm down. Let's have some fun. First and foremost, this is a video game. Yep. Yep. So. And, yeah, I think, I mean, also, just like, we all know how CG is by this point. Um, you know, I complain about it, too. But, like, we all do just need to step back and remember it's just a video game. Um, and, yeah, a lot of us just need to chill out. And for people who truly hate them, maybe just stop playing the game or something. You know what I mean? But uh, I love the game. You know, and all of us do, or we, we wouldn't still be here. Yeah, um, BCM says, I blame Datacrons because uh, they divided the community, and it's really a shame. So, I, I mean, ever since Datacrons hit, there's been this gloomy feeling about the game and it hadn't went away yet. That's for sure. I thought it was pretty positive until that hit, but then they released Hondo and everything was fine. All was forgiven. I've slept a lot better now that he's out. <laughs> you don't have to hear me sing use... every week. <laughs> I don't, I don't even use mine. I, I don't even use mine. He's he's I've, I've found him that it's like, he he is not a, a t he is not a character that you can put on a squad and then hit auto. It, it, no, he he's didn't. not an auto character. He is he's not a, an auto character. He's a big he brain sucks. character. He, he sucks, sucks at auto. auto. I will admit. I will admit. Hondo sucks on auto. They need he, to fix the AI to properly stop targeting the person he marked. <laughs> yeah. yeah so the, what, the, the, the AI needs to be squared away for for. Um, behind though because because he sucks the ai sucks with him at the moment it's what, awful. absolutely awful what teams do you use him with i've used him on a cls team um i've uh in in uh territory battles in conquest i used him uh to slow down the uh night sister turn turn meter cheese because nobody can gain turn meter you mm -hmm. know so he I mean, if you are facing a team that gain that goes off turn meter, use them against Imperial troopers. You'll thank me later. <laughs> Mine's I just throw I just throw I just use it for defense. I, I I've got four light side scoundrels, so those are the ones that go with. So he goes with Nest, Bow, um, Bokatan, Nest, um, um, Bam, and Carth. No, 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 not Carth. Not Carth. Um, Candors? I mean, that's not a scoundrel. Yeah, no, 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 Carth. No. Yeah, I think it is Carth. I think it is Carth. All right. Um, so it's, it, it, he's on a scoundrel's team. It just, you know, I don't know what it does because it, it's on defense. I tried him on offense and, I, yeah. Well, it, he's it, he's an offense character. You just can't auto. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's you just can, you cannot yeah you can't you can't use all i tried it i tried it in um uh i tried it in conquest and it, it went very very bad remember he has to gain the stacks of ransom to be interested in fighting for you and that's where it becomes fun <laughs> all right um the web store launched anything any feedback that you guys uh have about that crap Really? I, I, can com I can compare it to maybe it's just my experience because every time I load into it, I have to reconnect. Are you guys having that problem? I do too. So I, do too. I, I don't even log in anymore. Sorry, login for what? the web store. 
Oh, I have. I've. I've not touched it once. I have no interest. I don't care. I've not logged into the store once. Not now, once. I, I have no plans to. As yeah. far as the store as a whole, I mean, it's okay. Is there any exclusive packs there? There's energy packs. Well, the free one is why I wanted to log in and right. get it, which is, I can't complain about free resources. And it then, is free uh, resources. But I can't. I have to log in and then, you know, get a code. And I'm just like, all right, I'll just I'm not going to worry about it. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's too much of an arsake for too little, too little a pair. That's why mm -hmm. I just, that's why I'm not bothering. I'm not engaging with that, uh, with, with the, the web store at that level. I, I do not want to have to be logging on no no just don't want to have to waste the time on it I, i'm not interested in wasting the time on it so so there's um, some web store only bundles 75 shards of negotiator 75 shards of um levelance and then a bunch of ship prestige i don't think the ship prestige is worth it by the way um but if you are paying your way forward in the game the uh, ship bundle and uh, are both way overpriced, but will save you a lot of time because they're the get two ships. You know, they're well, I mean, yeah. They're, they're, I I think I think for people that spend in the game, it's a great convenience. You know, um, than having to you know load in the game and you, you you can see everything all on one page right there. It's in front of you. Um, I imagine so. I imagine I, I imagine it's easier to see the products on the web store than it is to see the products in game. It is the in game store. It is. Um, in so 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 for people that spend, it's a great thing. I'm I'm free to play though, so it, that's why I have no interest in it. The crystals are five percent more crystals for going through the web store. Let's see, five percent. Sorry, what? How much? Five percent more. You so you, you you've got the game loaded up um, in your lap there, Neil. Don't that you? That makes apps. I mean, I've got yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I so load I load up the crystals spoke, and tell me how I, much is yeah, in I, a satchel. I spoke to I spoke to Crub about this um, after the um, the court case regarding um, Epic. You know, Epic was suing Apple and Google. Because they did it first, uh, and they lost, but the judge ruled in uh, you know in their favor on one thing was it, it's their it's the products for their game they can sell them wherever they want and you can't punish them for that. And I asked Crub if uh, you know Swagger was going to take advantage of this. So let's open the store. What am I looking at? How yeah, I, just, just how many crystals, crystals you get in a satchel? Okay, so a vault is um, fifth. 15,710 for 90. So you 90 uh, 15,710? Yeah. So hang on. This AI can't do math. Yeah, that, math. that I I need you. <laughs> I need you to use your uh thing. So 15710? Yeah. So 790 crystals more. That doesn't even buy you a buy you a single stun cuff. Yeah, no, they they need to be knocking either thirty percent off the price in the in the in the web store, or calculating what an extra thirty percent is and adding that to the product. So if people are if they're going to make people pay the same price without having to give a thirty percent cut to Apple or to Google, 
well, it's like, we'll pass that, you know, if, if they're not even going to uh, pass anything onto the consumer, it's like, well, why? That, that, that's, you know, that's, right. that, that, that sucks. Like you know, that. so clearly, clearly, you know, it, it skews, the, it, it'll skew the market. It's like, so it, it, the, if they're not going to pass anything back to the consumer, my, my advice would be to everybody in game, don't use the web store. That you know you're you're being deliberately punked when you make a purchase through the web store because they're making you pay um, more for your product than they are someone that's pay, paying for the product in game. Because if you're buying it in game, thirty percent has to go to Apple or to Google. Exactly. So yep. they're not getting as much. But if you buy it in the web store, you're buying the exact same product, but you're putting more money in CG's pockets. So it's like, really, that they sh they shouldn't be rewarded for not, you know, passing on this, passing on any of the savings to the customer. And if you want people to interact with that website, you have to make something stick out that that makes everyone in the game think, oh, I got to log into that every day. Like it's not a it's not a big hassle, but it is kind of a hassle having to instead of be on your phone, go to your you know go to your PC, open up your web browser, connect to it, like it is kind of a hassle. So you really got to have something that stands out to people that make them want to go into that every single day. Yeah. And like I said, it doesn't matter which way they do it. I and mean, it doesn't have to be the full 30%. They could just do 20%, you know, a 20% yeah. reduction or a 20% increase. So 20% of the 17,000 crystals added on top for the same price, you know, you're getting more. Yeah. Um, but the, the reason why they're not changing, I mean, they're, 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 I know what their excuse for not changing the prices in the store would be. It's like, well, it's not fair to offer one thing from the web store and one thing from the in-game. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get that. I 100% get that. So shut down the in-game store or, or make, you know, that's what, you know, kind of like even it out so that they can charge less but the the, the savings <laughs> the savings go on. Big Country Mag says you make more with Google Points through the game than you do through the web store and you can claim Google Points for crystals as well. Hmm. There you go. Interesting. Mhm. Mm there we go. All right. Well, let's uh let's take a break. On the other side of the break, we will talk about the scythe right here on the Escape Pod. Cast. Hot Bot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. 
Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the escape podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. You're listening to The Escape Podcast. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the show. Um, all right, Paul. Let's let's talk about this this wonderful ship that only four thousand people are going to be able to have. So, uh, yeah. Plus the people that got ready because he's coming back in December and it wouldn't be unlocked until December anyway. So there's six thousand that'll be able to. Do. Okay, so maybe. Oh wow, a huge, that's a, huge, a huge number of people are going to be able to get this ship and use it. By and, my calculations, no, it, won't, it won't take it won't take three months to unlock it. Because uh, ships unlock at five stars. I said two, because two, November, yeah, so December. They and he's coming back December, so it works. Mm, you yeah. wouldn't be you. There's another chance at Grand Inquisitor before you have to unlock this. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's called the Scythe. Alignment is dark side categories. It's a support ship. It's Empire. Inquisitorious and unaligned force user. I love how the ship is an unaligned force user. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the fact that it's Empire, remember, the bonuses from the Executor also apply to Empire. You could use this in, in a um, in your Executor fleet if you wanted, but it's most uh, most made for the Executrix. So. Um, it is a uh, Grand Inquisitor and Fifth Brother ship, so you also have to have uh, Fifth Brother in there. And you get it through Conquest. We only saw a little bit of this ship. Honestly, I think the only thing we did was see it land, right? <laughs> we didn't yeah. see we didn't see any Star we've Wars. Seen, we, we've seen we've seen more of the Bad Batch ship, and that still isn't in the game yet. Father Taylor says that it unlocks at seven star. We'll have to. I'll. We'll double check that. Bob, there you go. There's your job. Yeah, Bob, uh, check that. Yeah, please check that. Because yeah, because the last ship um, unlocked both 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 previous ships unlocked at five. Uh, ship unlocked at five. So that that's why I'm assuming that it unlocks a five because all of the other ships unlocked at five. So 
All right. Uh, it's- but pe- people would kick off. People would be like, so why were those two ships five and this one's seven? That doesn't make it, you know. Yeah, the, the, if, if they want an easier life, then yeah, the, they, they best make sure. Because it it's that five. damn good, Neil. Because the ship will be that damn good. Oh, yeah. I don't th- I don't think so. Yeah. I-, I find that hard to believe. Basic. Deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict defense down for two turns. Gain 20% turn meter. If the ship you attacked was a Jedi ship, the attack can't be evaded. So it's acting like a, like a uh, Inquisitor. When scoring a critical hit, grant a random Imperial TIE fighter foresight for two turns that doesn't already have it grant an imperial a imperial tie fire there's only one oh actually no technically vader's is an advanced tie fire right but just the imperial tie fighter not the prototype in the game we'll get into why it says a random tie fighter in just a moment special one intimidating flyover Waves its arms and goes, woo, no. (laughs) Uh, Special one, intimidating flyover with a cooldown of three. Dispel all buffs on all enemies. Bye, taunt. Recover 30% health and protection. Ally Empire ships gain one stack of formation for each buff dispelled for two turns, and it can't be copied. Formation is ten is an extra ten percent, so it can be up to three hundred percent extra max health, offense, and potency. And whenever the ship uses an ability for each stack of formation, gain one percent turn meter. So you can also get up to thirty percent turn meter whenever the ship uses an ability. It immediately gives you an extra thirty. Okay. It has a second special, Predatory Instincts, cooldown of three. Target ally, so it's a healer, recovers 50% health and gains protection up 50% for two turns. The scythe uses the, I don't know why it's telling us the name of the laser cannon. It must have been watching Andor and giving us detail after detail. Yeah, giving (laughs) us details we weren't asking for. (laughs) (laughs) Then the scythe uh, uses actually it, it's the uh, it's basic ability. It should just say basic. The attack has seventy five percent critical chance this turn if the target is debuffed, and if it scores a critical hit, inflict fear on the target enemy. So a ship in, uh, inflicting fear. Mm-hmm. That's fun, which can't be copied, dispelled, and prevented by Jedi enemies. If the attack defeats the target enemy and the allied capital ship is executrix. Target ally gains foresight for two turns and inflict all enemies with fear for one turn, which can't be copied, dispelled, or evaded. Okay, so they're, 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 you know, they're gearing it up to go with Tarkin. So it's like, okay, so what do I take off my Thrawn fleet to go on this? Because, you know, my, 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 my Thrawn the other fleet one. is 100% Empire at the moment, all seven ships. The other Inquisitor ship. So what do I take off... That Empire fleet advanced. Put the advanced. Uh, uh, put the put the bomber with your uh, with your executor because that's an extra AOE that you can have. That's what I do. Oh. 
plus all the uh, we'll see. plus all the debuffs. <laughs> anyway, the um, uh, I'm do you have an answer for us? About? I'm, not... I'm sorry. Do you have an I'm... answer for us? Where it yes, unlocks? It, it, it is seven star. Okay, yes. so it unlocks yes. at seven star. Unlike previous ships, probably because it's that damn good. Stingy gets that <laughs> is just bang out of order for a ship I'm not gonna have like ever probably. Then why are you so, why why who's Cause, twi cause who's the game, twisting the game your nipples? Be, the, game, the game the game will be over before the twenty odd month because obviously you know it, it it'll eventually make its way to proving grounds and I'll get ten shards every single month. So let's say hypothetically from I get enough of them from crates to take me to around seventy or eighty or ninety. I'm then going to have to do like twenty odd months of proving grounds in order to get it because they don't okay. seem to be putting these. They don't seem to be putting these ships or these characters anywhere else other than proving grounds. Show me and on the doll where CG is threatening to cut off a piece of you if you don't go after this ship. I'll show you in the DMs later. Oh dear God! I have a picture. <laughs> it's. This, nothing in this game is mandatory, as we've come to find out with Datacrons. Because, hmm. I mean, they have taken things back before. They took tournaments away. I really, really would love to see them do the same with Datacrons and bring the fun back to PvP and PV, you know, uh, PvP, uh, Grand Arena and Territory Wars, you know. Nobody likes to get their crank slammed in a car door because somebody has more money. Now there'll be a, there'll be a there'll be a Leviathan chat somewhere, you know, all of the alpha consumers um, in oh, communication sure. with CG, and it's like, look, you know, if we're spending this much money in the game, we want the advantage. Don't you dare get rid of data cons because we can afford them. And nobody else can, <laughs> and that puts us at the top. That puts us at the top of the pyramid. We're the top, you know. We demand to be top of the food chain if we're spending all of this money in the game, and 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 that's 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 pretty much it. And that's Some, what kills. That's, that's what kills the game like this because they can't. After a while, they're just fighting each other. Yeah, real outwailing. Remember you know. the game that you used to play, Guns of Glory, or something? No, uh, oh. Nev played played this game for the longest time, and then it all of a sudden became. Pay to even play. Oh, you t uh, the, the, that that was Honor Bound. That was ages ago. I keep getting emails from from Honor Bound telling me I can't believe the game is still running. But yeah, no, that that they they create they opened up a massive chasm between the free to play and the pay to win. Um, they made, they brought a bunch of stuff in the game that you could literally only buy because it was impossible to get it free to play. And then people were like, well, I'll just leave then. <laughs> All right. I'll just, I'll go. I'll just go. <laughs> Here we go. Unique number one. Two moves ahead. Allied Empire ships, th this is, uh, you know, overall. Allied Empire ships gain 20% max health, offense, and 10 speed. If the enemy capital ship is Jedi, negotiator, uh, basically going against negotiator here, um... All Empire gain a stack of formation. Imperial TIE Fighter allies instead gain stacks of formation equal to the number of ally Imperial TIE Fighters. How can this be, you ask? We'll get there. 
These stacks can't be copied, dispelled, and prevented, and are removed at the end of battle or when Scythe is defeated. If the ally capital ship is Executrix, at the start of battle, summon two cruelest High Imperial fighters. So you can start with five ships on the board, Neil. So it so so that it's gonna summon it's gonna summon TIE fighters then. Yes. Yeah, good. That, that that that's what I was so so yeah, so no one's gonna care. If it's like like I said, if if you can't have a full crew <laughs> with a capital ship, it needs to be able to summon something for people to care less. No no one cares that there are only five separatists because the malevolence summons vulture droids. And that's why no one cares that there's only three separatist ships. Ask anybody. I, 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 there is not a single person out there outraged that there are only five separatist ships to go with the malevolence. None. No one is. So yeah, this one definitely makes life easier. So um, yeah, I would throw I would throw the gauntlet in there. Um, definitely, I would throw the gauntlet in there, and maybe the uh, maybe the tie bomber, and then that's it. Just uh, just uh, just those three, and then live off the uh, the southern tie fighters as much as possible. Yeah. While an empire, while an ally imperial tie fighter has foresight, they're also marked. So the TIE Fighters do, you know, draw the fire. The first time an allied Imperial TIE Fighter defeats a ship, all allies gain 100% turn meter. Nice. So you can, run, you, can run, you can run a train on your opponent's fleet, just like the Imperial Troopers do. Bingo! Yeah. <laughs> Why does this unlock at 7-star? Because it's that damn fun. Reinforcement. Inflict speed down, which can't be evaded on Jedi enemies for two turns. If the allied ship is Executrix, inflict fear on all enemies for one turn. And summon two crewless Imperial TIE Fighters. It's three ships in one. But wait, there's mm -hmm. more. <laughs> now there's not more, but... This is a ship that is going to give new fun in GAC, which you ask why I love my ships so much. You can't put datacrons on ships. <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. Anyway, yeah, they'll 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 do something at some point. No, it, it doesn't sound too bad. But like Neb said, I probably won't be getting any time soon because I won't have. Yeah, no, I just, this, 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 but it sounds it's cool. Not, it's seriously not. It's not on the radar. It's just not on the radar. Um, the only reason why I'm farming for um, the only reason why I'm farming the um, the the inquisitors on both my accounts at the moment is because. I'm collecting tickets for either an Ultima or I'm collecting tickets for a GL. And they've got light side and dark side. You know, I'm just any anything with a light and a dark side farming node. I'm just farming it for the sake of farming it. I was doing the same thing with the, the Barbatch when I was farming for C. You know, it's like farming them for the sake of farming them. So um, I'm, I'll have them at seven stars, but wanting to take them all to Relic 5 and then having to do that awful Inquisitor event because it is it's an awful event okay a, then don't do it it's a, it's who, a boring who, who's uh, um, twisting a your arms to make you do this 
no, no, no. I'm, I'm. No one's twisting my arm. There, there's no incentive. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is there? There is little incentive other than this ship, and the and, fact that every other, every other, um, oh, what is it? Every other challenge, <laughs> you know, the the meme. It's 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 one week of one thing, and then one week of uh, inquisitors, and then one week of another thing, and then a week of well, obviously now they've thrown the hut cartel in there, haven't they? The, uh, the hut cartel, hut cartel. Yeah, the hut, hut, yeah, but the, the hut cartel isn't as much of an issue. It's not as it's not like the inquisitors because a lot of people already had um, hut cartel characters because they you you know they did a lot of changes. They did some tag tweaks. Right, but but no, this already in the game. But note this, what happens is when you use those characters, it's not as easy to get the extra things like the thermal detonators. And unless you have ungodly Jawas, you are not getting the thermal <laughs> detonators. You know, if you have run DMVs, oh, I'm not, I'm, uh, Jawas, I'm yeah, maybe yeah. you can do it. I, I'm not suggesting, you know, I'm not saying that, um, I'm not saying that it's possible to get, you know, that that final crate, that red crate. It's not. Um, but you can use a, I use a big, one big team at the back. And then I think I do like tier seven because I've got a couple of relic and a couple of gear 12 hut cartel just, just through tag changes, you know? So I throw them in, hit auto. Yeah. Does the job. All right. Let's take a break. Thaddeus dug up as much lore as he could on the other mm -hmm. side, um, you know, to give us the best story time that you can about a ship that has very little lore. But yeah. did we uh, did we mess up anywhere, uh, Bob? Just a seven star thing. All and right. We got you. So good job, guys. Exa there we go. <laughs> All right. Um, Bob, we're going to shut you down. Um, but... I'll tell you this, your doppelganger is going to be here in just a moment as we talk to Bones the... Bones is here? Yep, Bones is here. We're going to talk to Bones, Flair, and Sephiranus of the Escape Pod cast, Marvel Strike Force Edition, and get into all of that right Ooh. after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Hello, 
Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N dot com slash the escape pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Potawans, and welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Thad and the Escape Pod, cast for kids. Tonight we're going to look at the latest ship that comes to the game. First seen in the television show Kenobi. Today we are going to talk about the Grand Inquisitor's support ship, the Scythe. Now, there isn't a whole lot of lore surrounding the Dark Side ship, so I'm going to have to do some deep exploration of what we do know in order to learn more about this latest ship. So let's talk about the Scythe and where it fits into Star Wars canon. Piloted by the Grand Inquisitor and crewed by his power-hungry minion, the Fifth Brother, the Scythe is a powerful new Imperial support ship that flies under the Imperial and Inquisitorious tags. Initially located as a Conquest reward unit, the Scythe is a powerful support ship that is going to make the Grand Moff Tarkin's capital ship, the Executrix, great again. As you probably know, each member of the Inquisitorious was once a Jedi. What you probably don't know about them was that they were not very liked as Jedi. They always obeyed the rules, and when anyone ever broke a rule, they narked. They were always early to class, and they would point out those who arrived tardy who tried to sneak in when the bell rung. They were notorious suck-ups, and as such, they weren't very well received as students or peers, but they always wanted to be liked by the other members of the Order. As I mentioned, they did these things because they wanted to be liked by their fellow Jedi. They wanted the other students to take notice of them for their skill and drive. Granted, they went about it the wrong way, but it didn't make their efforts any less. The Scythe is a perfect example of their desire to be liked and noticed. This impressive Imperial ship was equipped with twin laser cannons and a functional hyperdrive. When landing, its big black wings folded skyward. The boarding ramp was located on the bottom of the ship. If we take a look at the Lego set by the same name, it appears that the actual canopy could open up completely. The ship's front visor could flip skyward, and the two doors would open, exposing the interior of the cockpit. What's interesting about this is this operation could only open during flight which seems like a huge design flaw. Imagine your visor and your canopy just like goes up while you're traveling at light speed. Doors op then open up, exposing the interior of your cabin to space. This is a spaceship. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense to do while in flight in space. Doing so would only lead to death. So this might be why we don't see many members of the Inquisitorious. 
they might have tried to open up their canopy during flight. Sure, it makes sense to do something like this if you were trying to clean out the cockpit because, I don't know, there was like blood and guts and stuff. That, that makes sense. But during flight, that's a design flaw. But with that, let's go ahead and look at the Scythe's abilities in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. The Scythe's basic ability is an interesting one. It does defense down and gains turn meter. This is essentially what happens to any student who tattles in school. They lower the defenses of those they tattled on and they seem to be emboldened by it to do it again. The site's first special ability is what happens when they enter the classroom after other people are already there. This is something they didn't like to do, as I've mentioned before. But imagine the scene. People are sitting in their chairs, waiting for class to begin. They're talking, they're laughing, they're having a good time. And in walks a future Inquisitor. They stop talking. So the Inquisitor doesn't overhear them and narc, because that's what they're going to do. Narc. This ability just shows how much people didn't like the Inquisitors. The ship's second special ability hints at, the, at how the members of the Inquisitorius act at school. They are always on the lookout for an easy target, trying to find people careless enough to slip up in front of them. What's unique about this ability is that it highlights the first time they work together with like-minded people. You have to remember that the Jedi Order wasn't divided between cool kids who were always getting in trouble and future Inquisitors. Most members were just normal Jedi, learning the ways of the Force and trying to help other people. Some of these naive Jedi were eventually tricked into helping people like the Inquisitors ruin the lives of other Jedi. Take Sifo Dyas for example. He was one such Jedi who was duped by someone who could have been a future Inquisitorius. The Scythe's first unique ability really shows us that once these fallen Jedi became members of the Inquisitorius, they never flew alone. They were always followed by two members of the Imperial fleet who wanted to suck up and ruin lives as much as they did. The final ability of the Scythe is actually one that makes sense to anyone who's ever watched a horror movie. When you are surprised, you start to get scared. When you get scared, you begin to fear. When you begin to fear, you are inflicted with speed down for two turns. That's just, I mean, that's normal, right? We, we are all familiar with how that works. Well, that's it for me today. Stay tuned next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pond Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the escape podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord.
and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Attention, attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. He is Seth. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. It's incoming transmission time with Morris Escape Podcast people. Paul, you you, you need to explain this to everybody because there's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot happening on the screen right now. There <laughs> is, there is. And uh, I threw this... Uh, seen together in OBS, so it's not exactly perfect. But uh, from top to bottom, ladies and gentlemen, you know uh, you know them as Bob on the Escape Podcast, uh, and he is a very, very good friend of ours, and we love the fact that we get to do a little bit of a crossover here. Uh, Bones88 on Twitch. Bones, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Thank you for having me on doing all thank right thank you for, thank you for listening to our endeavor which we'll get into more but uh go ahead and introduce the other homies yep underneath uh bones we've got a very very long time listener i believe you've been here since very 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 beginning of this show <laughs> um, it's almost but yes and uh a very good friend of the show as well that has always has something fun to say in the after show but also loves the game that they're going to be talking about here in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen, Sephiranus. Thanks for having me. And last but certainly not least, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the early producers of GA Center and a very very trusted member of the Escape Podcast family, co-founder you, co-founder of GA Center, co-founder of GA Center. Um, <laughs> yes, and he is. Uh, you you can Don't see be him on sued. gaming. Don't want to be getting sued by him. <laughs> gaming embers on Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Flair, to the show. Howdy, howdy, man. I am just like popping all around here, last little bit, aren't I? <laughs> yep. Uh, it's it's good when to have you, you go back. For standing room. When did you go for standing? Huh? The you're fact standing. that you're standing. Yeah, I'm standing. <laughs> yeah. Well, all you, the place. You, uh, it, it gets it gets tired very very quickly oh i can do this for about an I, hour i tried the standing one it gets it gets very tiresome very very quickly uh but ladies and gentlemen the reason why we want to have these guys on to talk to us and to you guys is because every first friday of the month is scheduled to be what you have grown to know and love the escape podcast star wars galaxy of heroes edition but Starting this month, starting next week, the second Friday of every month, will be the Escape the Escape Podcast Marvel Strike Force edition, where they will cover Marvel Strike Force. Yep, that's right. So, yeah, we uh, whenever you just you said it bi-weekly, I was like, man, you know, even before I was part of the show originally, uh, I just look forward to the Escape Podcast every Friday. I was like, man, I, I'm sure other people felt the same way. Um, 
I've, I've already been nudging you for a, a side podcast, you know, anyways. And I just <laughs> thought it was, I thought it was a good idea. And Seth, Seth said something in the chat. I was like, yes, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. So me and him started just saying things in the chat and snowballing. And I ideas. get tagged somewhere along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we tagged Flair and I thought Flair would be perfect because he had just been on the show, I think the week before, uh, you know, the, the Tepsi Swoga show. And uh, he was talking about MSF and everything. I was like, yeah, it just makes sense. And uh, so I thought, uh, you know, there's not as much news going on with Swagger these days, except Datacrons and us complaining. And I, Marvel Strike Force is a great game. It's also similar to Swagger. There's a lot of the similar players. Some play, some play both at the same time. Some have played it before. You know what I mean? So, some, I just thought it'd be a good way to grow Tepsi in another direction. Um, I get to talk about things I love. I get a have my own podcast you, i mean you, you, lie, get, you get you, know? you get you get you're gonna have to talk about marvel strike force right mm-hmm. you're gonna have to talk talk about marvel strike force for two hours right every, every 30 other week. minutes of which every other week 30 30 minutes of which needs to be with a guest you yeah. know are there enough you know so you're gonna have to you know find other content creators that play marvel yes strike sir force. Yep, we were, we're, I said we're going to follow the same cadence and everything. Yep. I believe and, in these guys so much that if they let me down, I do have all of their addresses. Just saying. So who's your first guest going to be then? We've got you know, Mr. Jacob. Are you going to get, get Mobile Boomer? Not yet. We're gonna yet. we're gonna work up to that. We're gonna get you kind know, of you established. Know, you're not gonna get Mo- mobile boomer on. Not a yet. They're you're, not you're yet. Gonna, <laughs> but you'll and like who it is. You're yeah, our got, uh, key into that, by the way. But uh, yeah, we got Mr. Jigabashi on and stuff like that. Um, those names. He's he doesn't play anymore. I think he oh, quit like over a year ago. Jeez. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, we've we got this, Ned. We got this, buddy. Um, but yeah, Mr. Jigabashi, a great friend of this channel. Also, I. I've been talking to him and he'd actually been reaching out to me about MSF. He said he'd been recently playing it. Um, he's going hard on that game too, uh, very quickly. So he, I, I thought I thought Mr. Jigabachi was still g- going quite hard on Fortnite. Uh, he's playing World of Warcraft. He doesn't stream MSF yet, um, oh, but he's he been he, he's been playing it. Uh, and, but that's his game right now. So uh, I thought he'd be perfect. I just happened to have been ta- talking to him for the last few weeks about it, anyways. And uh, yeah, I thought he'd be the perfect one. And uh, yeah, you'll uh, you'll definitely have to uh, get him on. Is, is he is he is he the, is he uh, who you're planning for your first guest? Is he? Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. And I got a couple more uh, on the back burner too. So, so yeah, uh, and um, a couple of my guildmates uh, run the Marvel Strike Force infographics Discord server, and so we're working on maybe even having them on as well. And that's a huge source uh, for MSF community. Um, I use it every day. Is that like swaga.gg or that like yeah? I was about to say, is that like swgoh.gg? Is it not, not that no, epic? No, it's not an APK kind of compiler. We do have that, and it's actually just gotten integrated into the actual Finally. game itself. Um, so they adopted it, it into the game itself. They did. They actually bought. They actually took possession of the software for msf.gg. Through, but they, hopefully they through a the financial run okay <laughs> yeah the guys that run the site because taking eventually... acquisition is totally different there sam and <laughs> at working <laughs> working for a legal system you know this that is fair so they they had hired the guys that run msfgg and, and they and they started the process of integrating so 
Yeah. Uh, that that's one of the things that we're wanting to talk about pretty soon. It's like, hey, roster sync finally just got onto the website. And for anyone that does management or anything like that for MSF, holy crap, that is like the thing we've been dying for because yeah. you guys in Swagaland have had it for God knows how long. <laughs> yep. Yep. But no, um, so the infographic server is very similar to um, Heinze's uh, infographics for events back in the day for like gas, things like that. So it does a build out of what characters you want to put maximum effort into, what do you want to put for ISOs, what team order you want to put them in, who's the one you need to gear first. Remember, this is like the that. Swaga show, so you'll have to explain <laughs> I, what the heck all these little things are. Oh, oh I, we will. We will. Yeah. That or, um, well, no, no, I'm talking about right stuff. now. Oh, you, oh, you God, say ISOs. Right you, don't have, you, well, don't have to, well, you don't have to explain squat during your show, because people watching your show <laughs> right, are right. going to know exactly what you're talking about, but nobody knows oh. what you're yammering on about now. So well, team well, order is so much more important in, uh, in MSF than it ever has been in swaga besides there, the who well, assists first because there's no leaders either or mods yeah. in this game well nope. the iso 8 is the mods version but it's a flat stack so you don't get variance between each one they give you a flat percentage amount for what you put into it so it's important to set your investment level for those characters because you don't want to just max everybody out well, like how we're also working towards what's essentially our first main GL kind of character in Absolutely. Apocalypse. That's what uh, Thad and Storytime is going to be covering uh, for us on the MSF segments is the road to Apocalypse. Yeah, which is to mention, yeah, Thad's moving, uh, going to be doing it for both still, but he's going to do some story time for us too. So I thought that was pretty neat. I'm excited to hear that stuff too. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> but you, oh, what well, that that's that's gonna give you lore or Marvel characters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's doing story time. He is doing all of the story time. We, well, we've given him a library card, and he's going. He's checking books out every single day, and he's doing lots of reading. And he probably doesn't like the reading. And Nev, <laughs> if if Thad needs a week off, I'm sure your oh, no, knowledge no, no, of no, Marvel. No, no, no. I'm 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 just gonna you know. I'm just going to roast that if he gets any of the law wrong. That's all. <laughs> and, and, and Nev, you're welcome to you know come on there too, man. You know whatever. No, I'm, do. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm I'm primarily a D, I'm primarily a DC guy, not a Marvel. Oh, then you are not welcome there at all. <laughs> oh, right. The moment they release a, a Marvel UK character, as you soon, bet as soon your as they release, end, yeah, this man is going to show stop, up. As soon as they start putting Marvel UK characters into this game i will, that, as I will, I will play repeat it again that all of five people including nev and a grandmother somewhere the, the flair we've discussed this that's still people people want this you, character i guarantee you <laughs> they put death said too in the game your whales would wail out on that character but it's gonna happen they have so many obscure characters in there it's it's an amazing game exactly there there are obscure regular marble characters in the game and the Death's Head 2 is not an obscure Marvel character, and it's a Marvel UK character. What's his name? Death's Head, Head 2. two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't even have the original <laughs> Death's Head in it yet, which is just nuts. There are more but... obscure characters than Death's Head. Well, you know, even... Intergalact De Death's, Head, Death's Head, right? Death's Head is the answer to DC's Lobo. He's an intergalactic bounty hunter. That's what Lobo was for DC, an intergalactic bounty hunter. You know, that's what Death's Head was for Marvel. He was, you know, it's a bit like um, 
I mean, for uh, well, we have yeah, they no. have an intergalactic bo- bounty hunter. His name's Cable. Yeah, he's in there. <laughs> no, but yeah, but he's supposed to. No, nah, it's, it's no. Death Death's Head is a much much better intergalactic. I have right. never heard of him in my life. <laughs> and much like um... I'm sorry, Death De- De- Death Head would eat Cable for breakfast. It, 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 the, there's no contest there. Whatsoever. Only time I hear about this guy is from Nev. So. I've never heard of him. <laughs> go go ahead, Seth. Um, wanted to talk about, you know, talking about obscure characters, um, Marvel Strike Force, uh, has three completely unique to the game characters. They did it before it was cool with Sordi and Swaga, because we have Kestrel, uh, Deathpool, and Spiderweaver as yeah. our three unique characters. And they're cool. Like, I, oh, yeah, and they're I awesome. Would like, I would like to see comics of them. Uh, so they do a great job. Oh, they probably already, they no, probably they, already so put them out. Part of the deal with making that was that they get to help create the stories for those characters in comics. Yeah. That's part of the deal with that. So so we, there's so much stuff that happens with this. And, and, and here's the thing is that both games, Marvel, like MSF and Swaga, are, are doing a lot of similar things, but also very different. And so yes. we get to explore the differences. Yep. Here's here's the fun thing. Marvel owned by Disney. Star Wars owned by Disney. What? Really? All of this <laughs> goes to the mouse. <laughs> the better question is when is the mouse going to be in either game? <laughs> he has his own game, Flair. Disney Sorcerer's <laughs> Arena. We are in Disney Sorcerer's Arena. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's already in there. We just don't know. And anyone knocking your door down to do a Disney Sorcerer's Arena podcast? Paul. No, 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 nobody, no, nobody's, didn't, nobody's, didn't, didn't, didn't think so. Didn't think so. I, is anyone even streaming? The last guy I thought I saw was Cozy. Is he even doing anything anymore for DSA? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I know got deep into Marvel Snap. I know that. That's really big right now. But I haven't played it yet. And seeing Dylar getting into Marvel Snap as well has been really. Oh fun. yes. So, you need to get him on I, the I, show. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like. I'd, I'd like to try the Snap, but I'm just waiting off until you know they they bring some Marvel UK characters in. Like that's all. It's a one trick pony. These Marvel UK characters. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Excuse me, but you know the 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 Marvel UK run from the the Marvel UK run. From the early '90s and the mid '90s, breathed life back into Marvel. It did. So, it breathed life back into Marvel. Okay, it just <laughs> did. All right. I just want to point it's out it, that they that he's he's making sure it's Marvel UK. You know yeah. why does why don't they just graduate to the overall Marvel umbrella? Because the, 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 they they should do because Marvel UK you used a bunch of just regular they used the Avengers you they used the X Men they used Fantastic Four that they put them all you know they've done some really really great crossovers some really really great crossovers. So is this Captain Britain? Is that who's part of that? Or who's Captain uh, Britain? Isn't there a guy named Captain? Britain? You mean Captain? Yeah, yeah there's, he's he's one of the. He, you got Captain Britain. You got the Knights of Pendragon. Well, it depends the, on which Captain you Britain got, you're you talking the, about. Because there's the like mo- four different Captain Britons. You got <laughs> the characters. True. You got the Motorhead characters. You've got Kill Power. You've got Motormouth. You've got um, Dark Angel. Um, I, mean, I mean, I've heard rumors that they're trying to bring Captain Britain in. I don't know about all the other ones, but I mean, the the thing is, it's like AIM has been in the game since the beginning, and you know, Marvel basically said to marvel yeah yeah sure you can use aim for whatever you want so they did 
you know, there's Evelyn Necker. She's a great character. I mean, she's bad, but, you, you know. The whole Modoc comes from AIM. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So uh, it, it just is just a surprise that they didn't do more with AIM because, you know, every everything that is AIM would be kind of like, you, you've got like synergies in Marvel Strike Balls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah a, a Death Said 2 character would have synergy with everything that was AIM because it was created by AIM. And that's what the game needs is because the aim is trash. So he needs to be like a Mon Mothma if, aim or something. If, Hearing of MODOK coming in soon. If they brought Death's Head 2 to the game, they have to have the reveal with Neil. I'm just saying well, we're gonna, Death's we Head 2 it. is like we'll his Hondo. Okay. <laughs> that, that would that would that would so make that would it would make me boot the game back up on my phone straight away. I was just gonna ask you if like if we immediately. Get Huh? We'll campaign for you, but you have yeah, to come yeah. play you the got, game. You, 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 you right. campaign. I just said I, I've been saying this to Flair for for two years. You know, <laughs> if that character comes to the, I I will immediately take the game back up again. Immediately take the game just because I will want him. Just just to play just to play that character just just for just for the funsies. So Try to use that character in every single game mode possible. And would it be possible to? Is it possible to use a ca one character in every single game mode? Uh, there are a handful, uh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, besides okay, specific that's campaigns, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm. Okay, so, oh, go ahead. Well, Bob. I was Sorry. just gonna I flip this on him like I simped on Mara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna flip this around because normally when we have people on, everybody knows. Everybody should know. Um, that's listeners. These guys through Galaxy of Heroes and what we've done, but since they're gonna be talking about their game. Why are you so qualified? We'll start. We'll go down the line. Bones. They, no, why, why do, do you them first? Nope. I, nope. I'll, I'll talk all day. So, <laughs> are we starting with first? I, I'm Play. starting with Bones. I'm starting okay. with Bones here. Okay. Why are you qualified to, you know, take Tepsi and blend it with some MSF? Um, I always thought of it like a spinoff, like a Bob spinoff, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> So, I don't know. I've been doing it for a while. Uh, you've got me more acclimated to the podcast thing. Uh, I'm not nervous as much as I used to be, and I'm more comfortable throughout things. So, I was like, and like I told you, I've been trying to get you to uh, some, I don't know. We I just keep throwing ideas at you for the last, you know, six months. So You wanted to, to work to together. <laughs> yeah, get something to stick. And um, I, I just, I know the channel. I know what kind of things that you expect the channel to be like. And I think I just, and I thought, Seth and Flair would also be they also understand. They've been around long enough. Yep. They get they get what you guys want out of this channel. Um and I love this channel. Uh you've done so much for me and it's the I I but you know You I'm don't have doing, to suck up. You already got the job, Bob. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but um you know, it's just something that I am passionate about and this is a good way to get it done. So you have you guys have good connects and you are able to get it set up very quickly. I can't believe how fast we got it done, too. But Seth, over to you. I, the big thing is, after I did uh, talking Kenobi with you and Thaddeus, it helped me realize that that's the kind of show I wanted to do. Not just, you know, be on my own streaming alone. Having somebody with me to talk with and go through content is perfect. And MSF is a rich ground. We get weekly blog posts, the mods are all over the place and even if not you can always just go through reddit and go look at the salt mine it's there's a <laughs> lot of content that's constantly churning 
and or the latest bug of the week that is true too the bug of the week might actually be its own sub segment so i'm just gonna (laughs) say this because don't let the salt over flavor your food (laughs) that you bring to the show that's why i you know i look at the i look at galaxy of heroes reddit and i go (laughs) and then i'm doing the show (laughs) like i like your comments in the facebook uh, groups too. I always <laughs> oh, see you popping up in there. <laughs> just slightly sarcastic, but you know, okay, you know, you get the bunch of people that are that post their own screenshots of them verbally abusing EA staff and expect us to give two rips about the fact that they didn't get their fifty crystals. <laughs> Flair, yeah. question over to you. I mean, so we talk from the the production side of it. So yeah, we, yeah, we start off the top. It's like okay, GA Center. You know, uh, pr- you me, know production, and I'm going to go through that. Did this? <laughs> we, we've been here, um, but then it's on the MSF side. It's been oh man, I've been playing this for for a couple of years now. I posted in our little chat that we've got. I hit 20 mil and like balling, balling. That's a big um, deal. Yep. So like from from that aspect, um, and then doing everything I do for my alliance, I'm an alliance leader. So, so having to manage all that stuff and keep track of everything, it's like, okay, what broke today? What's all <laughs> happening? All the info yep. is, is just kind of sitting here already. So it's a great place to just kind of vent it out and, and talk about it and, and get some other people going on about it. And hopefully people enjoy hearing the, uh, the ramblings of people who spend way too much time doing spreadsheets. <laughs> so th- this is this. Yeah. I, I know spreadsheets quite well. So, I mean, this is why I brought you guys together. You know, Flair, Flair the production guy, Sephiranus, the excellent uh, knowledge guy, and uh, Bones, I mean, you're one of the best well, color, you're one of the best color people that I know when it comes <laughs> to, you know, having fun and talking from the heart. Right. And that's why when when the three of you said, All right, let's do it, I gave it a thought. You know, I thought about it for a week and ended up throwing you all in a DM and said, if you're serious and you can commit, let's do this. And here we are. And here we are. are. It was like it was meant to be, though. As soon as Seth put it out there, we talked for like five minutes. I was like, this is it. (laughs) I I just knew it was going to happen for some reason. I just did. So, Um, but I mean, just to add to just kind of random saying random things like MSF is going trending in the right direction, which is up. And unfortunately, Swug is kind of going in the wrong direction. And um, to some, to some, yeah, I was gonna say that, that people would say differently. Yeah, yeah. But remember, right that's now. people, people. Yes. Okay, people. Okay. Well, my opinion. That's what. That's how I see there it. There you go. Let's say it that way. And um, and and there's so much to talk about. They're releasing brand new characters. What, what's the cadence, guys? Is it like three characters a month or something? Uh, it's something more. more a month, and for... we're entering into the winter patch, which will probably be five or six. It's insane, and there's always something to talk about. And that's another thing when you said like, well, what, why do you think it's like a good, you know, topic to make a podcast about it's, there's probably more stuff than we can even fit into a two hour podcast. So I think it's just going to be easy. It's well, good. You have easy. four hours in a month, <laughs> especially oh, considering it's going to be every other week. <laughs> yeah. So right. Yep. We've got, we've got plenty of time. So it's not like we have to scrape a bottom of a barrel or anything yeah. like that every single week. It's every other week. So it's not like we're going to get stale on this. You guys have time for Swaga. And there will be a break. Um, You guys won't do it Black Friday. You won't do the show on Black Friday. So um, 
your guys' next show, you're actually going to, uh, we're going to switch it up in a little bit in December. You guys are going to take the first and third weeks. Neil and I will take the ninth and the 30th because, you know, we're not going to do Christmas Eve Eve when everybody's on a plane anyway. Right. So. And I need a big screen on Black Friday, so I'm glad that's working out. Right? <laughs> yeah. you Don't worry about uh, doing that Black Friday. <laughs> And dude, I mean, I will, you get, you pay my gas. I'll wait in line for you. All right. Let's go. <laughs> don't have the fulcrum Yule log ready for Christmas Eve. We'll see. We'll no. see. <laughs> um, no, but what you got as far as questions for these guys? Um, why isn't Death Head 2 in the game yet? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to involve in this in the announcement here. <laughs> I mean, you could always ask. No, about why, why, why isn't the why isn't there a, why isn't there a GAC in in Marvel there is. Rifles? There, yeah. is. there is. Yeah, there is. Cosmic Crucible. Mm -hmm. A GAC, and how long that has that been around? Uh, we're is in... it like season one? We're about still. halfway through season one of it. Mm -hmm. So it's literally only just been released. Yeah, no, it's been we in. It's been in two... for about four or five months now. Yeah. You just said season one. Yeah, they did, a they did a long preseason. <laughs> Oh, that's right. so yeah. they did a long test phase yeah and it's got really good rewards i mean it's arguably... so what's the format like how close to the gac swagger format is it it's not uh, very close it's not as fun though i, I well, don't know i like it so <laughs> it's an enhanced gac in the in the end so you'll still set your defense it's less teams i think it's seven it's six teams Sixteen. But don't you get room? You get three attempts, and, and you, get you three get, hits it, and you get your own. You get all your characters back. You get so whatever you sit on defense, on defense no. is is locked away, but everything oh, else okay. is offense. Yeah, yeah. So it's exactly yep. it's like GAC in that sense. Okay. What your what defense is do, is your defense. Yeah. Everything else is offense. You get three attempts per room, and it's a it's a point based system, just like the other one. And you get scaling rewards based on how you do in that season. It's kind of Swiss. So it's best out of three. And but there's in, cool buffs too for your defenses. Yeah. So there's like global buffs for the entire season that boost certain character traits. Then you have individual rooms that do different things. All, all so gambits like, on deck or something? What? Well, right now it's all kind of. it's all global mutants, like hero mutants. Yeah. So any hero mutant character gets to remove a buff and do extra damage and all this other crazy nonsense. Then in a specific so it's a Datacron like, everybody. Okay. It's a Datacron everybody gets. Yep. And the, yeah, so you don't have to worry about, oh, hey, I didn't get this role. Oh, hey, the buff is just there, period. And it's offense and defense. So you can trap people by putting what, what, something. What, so why do that? What, what's wrong with the What's wrong with the squads that people can't just put together? You know, they, it, it can't just be your squad against my squad. Why, why did they have, why have they done the buffs? I don't know. To make it to change it up, I guess. Yeah, it's know. to help. Well, fix and the a lot vanilla. of it's the AI as well mm -hmm. so it's it's understanding that not all of the, the defense ai works in the same way as a normal human would so hey they give a little bit of an extra buff but many of the buffs are both ways so it's not like at that point it's hey are you playing the right teams against them did they not pay attention to the room buffs and just have an awful team on defense that could have been much better uh there's a whole lot of layers to it well, I'm sure I'm sure you guys will explain all of this when it comes time. <laughs> the show will be on this channel, Escape Podcast on Twitch, and will be posted to uh to your Spotify. It each episode for the Marvel one will have a different 
um, episode cover so you won't get confused and go, who the heck is this guy? Where's Nev? (laughs) (laughs) How long have you guys been playing? Every single one of you have been since beginning, right? No. No. Yes. Okay. This is where we pull up our days. My my account on my phone was a day one account. Oh, oh, see, I've my I, I think crossed. I'm the highest collection power of the three of us. You yes. are. Yeah, I'm 20 mil. All right, well, let's go through. Let's go yeah, through I and kind of tell our history. Six. I stopped playing at six mil. You remember we were we were doing we were doing the show and you were talking about Marvel Strike Force Flare and I was like, oh, well, let me fire up my account and see where it's at. And I went, oh, it's six mil. And you went, yeah. If you ever start playing again, you're probably going to want to start from scratch. And I'm like, no, 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 no game is going to want to make me start from scratch. Six mil is pretty good. I mean, it's a good starting point, I think. Was it? I feel like it wasn't six. Uh, I'd have to remember what, what we talked about. So you can't uh, remember. Yeah, so that's days how played. Is, Let's see here. I'm at 946 days. How many days for you, uh, Bonesy? Well, how do I find it? Go to your, it's in your profile. Or your okay. achievements, yeah. Achievements? A thousand and something. I just crossed a thousand. Well, all I see week. is my total collection hero power is 13.8 million. So, yeah, yeah. So there's your collection power, and then go to your achievements, and go to days. Uh, look for days played. Where's achievements? Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I've logged in 1380 days. Okay, yeah. so almost a full year. Bones had a had a uh, head start on you guys, but you're both close since near launch. You guys have been playing. Well, here's my thing: is I played at launch, but I've taken two six month breaks. Of this game at different times so i've been playing pretty much every single day for about two and a half years so <laughs> nev is showing everybody that he's uh thinking about downloading it again oh no, he no, I'm is just, downloading I'm just, gonna, it. I'm just gonna put it, it back it. on the phone temporarily just to do just it to, to, just yeah. just so that i can show show you how long i played it for and, and, and what it's at <laughs> my achievements actually told me a different number i'm 1211 days okay. and i'm 17 and a half million but Flair has been the uh, been the shortest amount of time, but the biggest power. This is going to be a great That's show. The power of wallets. <laughs> Are you guys aquatic? I'm guessing. Are you aquatic? I'm in a nature? minnow. Okay, I am a minnow. I I have gone from little guppy to big whale to back to dolphin to kind of I, I'm swimming in many waters. But that's another thing I like about this game is they have packs for everyone. There's something for everybody. At times, and not all the time, they're always changing. And yeah. and not not everything is for everyone. The same right. thing that I say right. for Saga. So why don't you guys stick around? We've got a new episode of Dickie and the Noob coming up in just a moment. Yes, brand new episode. And we also reveal the identity of the mysterious person. You definitely want to check that out. Coming up. Who could it be? And, and oh, by the way, guys, why don't you stick around? Let's do some Patreon's Choice on the Bridge together my favorite let's do it sounds fun all right we'll be right back after these messages right here on the escape pod why don't you say it cast cast hotbot and hot utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for star wars galaxy of heroes With integration into the super useful mod tool, Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? 
Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena Tracking Box, After Show Access, Inclusion in the GA Center Leaderboards, Behind the Scenes Access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash the escape pod and sign up today thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast dickie's house of dickie this is dickie dickie we have a problem oh hey what's up paul look i'm not sure what's going on with your segment but it's affecting the whole show. You need to get control of this. Yeah, I know. We're having issues over here, too. Um... Issues? Thaddeus is now addicted to the smell of chloroform. Bob is speaking in tongues. I walked into the cafeteria the other day, and Neil was drinking coffee. Coffee! Dicky. I asked if we were out of tea, and he said no. He wanted a cup of coffee. Ooh, that is pretty disturbing. So... What are we going to do about this? Well, I'm sorry. I really have no clue what's happening here. We're victims, too. And you have no clue who could be doing this. I mean, I have theories. I mean, surely we've met our fair share of scoundrels and homicidal droids over the past year. And, well, I hate to even mention this, but I had Yarmo run some tests on Noob and found a strange file that Yarmo said was just sitting there like it wanted to be found. Do not click on that. Think if we want to get to the bottom of this, we have to. It's called Hotobosks. Does that mean anything to you? Bosk? You think someone has sent Bosk after us? No, no, I don't think so. It's spelled B-O-S-X. Wait, so... H-O-T-O-B-O-S-K? No, 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 no. S-X. Eight letters. That's correct. Starts with an H. Uh-huh. Ends with an X. Oh, wait, I see where you're going with this. You think we have, like, a ghost in the machine type situation? Maybe, but didn't you also run into another version in the multiverse? Could you have opened a door you possibly shouldn't have? If it's him, we have to click. All right, well, I had Yarmo put on this USB key, so rather than fry my laptop, the noob, I guess. Uh, uh, it seems to be calling out. It's not 
let's ask me do we want to admit mysterious stalker to the call um i guess here goes nothing remember remember the 5th of november the gungan treason and plot i see no reason the gungan treason should ever be forgot the only verdict is grappling the governors. Grievous is gone. Gungan gunfire granted him guidance to the Great Gorge. Yet glory is not granted to the Guardians. Grit, a gift granted to a grifter from a game from a generation gone. A Guardian was given guise over a group Granting gate to gesture with gusto, a gambling gonk, grown from the genius of geeks, and not gems of the galaxy of gorge. Grains, growing gainfully while ghosts of glory remain gilded in the ground. Our day will come. There is no death, only sacrifice. Is that it? It's over? Well, that was pretty creepy. Well, that was not very nice. Wait, you're not a recording, so this is live? Um, no, this is a recording. Okay, whatever. What's with all this cryptic stuff, dude? If you have a beef, just come at it straight. I can't help you if I don't know what you want. Besides, the QR code that led you to the Lake City, the Gungan Treason. I know it's you, Jar Jar. Jar Jar. It's always Jar Jar with you people. He is the reason no one takes the Gungans seriously. We banished him, and he still haunts us. I mean seriously, we defeat the Separatists over and over again. They, three full squads, but we can't get a single one because of Jar Jar Binks. So, you're not Jar Jar? No. We have one of the coolest armies with giant boombas, glowing shields, catapults, foombas, flumbup sets, bombard shields, not one single Gungan in the game. Yet we get a full team of weird flying bugs who did nothing but get slaughtered in battle. I defeated Grievous in battle. Oh, wait, you're that general guy. Oh, what's his name? Paul, help me out. Is it Goose? That's it, Goose Marbles. My name is a ruse. Ruse Tarples. I died one of the most heroic deaths in all of Star Wars, sacrificing myself to save the Naboo. And no one even remembers my name. The dum-dum who sat 20 feet away and watched it happen with a goofy expression on his face. Everyone remembers Jar Jar Binks. Look, man, I'll admit, you make a pretty solid case, and those boomers are really cool. But really, why us? What can we do for you, Goose? It's a ruse. Misa watched all these characters are coming to the game. Characters who's barely known. 
and no, still, not a single gun can in this game. Miss be caring about me soldiers and wants to be seeing them. It respected these deserving. But again, why us? Well, Misa seeing was a you did for Hondo. And Misa think you used to help out the Gungans. <laughs> Count me out. I just got out of a long-term relationship with a cause I thought I'd never win, and I'd like to enjoy the spoils of that. Well, I'm not sure what power I really have here, but me and Noob do kind of need something new to do. I'll tell you what. If Noob and I agree to find out who decides what characters make it to the games and bring you to him, do you agree to stop messing with our ships? If you're helping the Gungans, Misa Bing's most grateful. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not setting off on another wild goose chase. Whoa, whoa, don't say goose, Noob. That kind of triggers them. Oh, and another thing. Did you think they're going to have an episode without me? Huh? My name is in the title. Of course not, Noob. Here you are. Yay! Uh-huh. I'm not getting out of this, am I? Nope. Fine, let's find out who picks the characters that get into the game. But this had better not lead us into another season finale showdown with Mickey Frickin' Mouse. I mean, whatever his name was. It's already been done. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. It's Patreon's Choice. Do we have questions? We do have questions. Okay, uh, this will be interesting. Uh, Zaz uh, gave us quite a few here. Um, we're going to be quick about this one. If if you guys if you don't have three, say so. Move on. Uh, just go off the top of your head. No googling. <laughs> here we go. Uh, number one, top three Clint Eastwood movies. Uh, Gran Torino um, is one of mine. I also. Uh, quite enjoyed him in Planet of the Apes. I mean, that's probably hopefully going to be everybody's. Um, and then uh, No Country for Old Men. Who wants to take it next? Planet of the Apes. That was Charlton Heston, not Clint oh, Eastwood. Okay, there we go. I didn't have Bob here to tell me I was wrong. I was even thinking for once, Bob would have been like, I don't think that's right. So, <laughs> I don't ever know. But um, uh, I think what Dirty Harry, the good, the bad, the Ugly, and uh, Grand Torino. All right. The trilogy. A fistful of dollars, a few dollars more, and The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. It's a brilliant trilogy. Well, right, a few dollars more wasn't as good. <laughs> Seth. Uh, let's go with Million Dollar Baby and Grand Torino. Although he was director for Jersey Boys, which was something I thought it was funny. I mean, he wasn't in it, but he was the director. All right. Flair. Uh, to be quite honest, the only movie of those that anyone has mentioned is Gran Torino that I actually know that he was in. So I know the actor. I don't know anything he's been in. All right. Number two, top three people you think would play a good James Bond. For for me, uh, uh, Bumper Car Cumberbund would be great. Um, I would have to also say I would love, would have loved to have seen older Roger Moore uh, hmm. come back as Bond. Um, but you know what? Instead of an older Roger Moore, why not bring in Sir Patrick Stewart? Ooh. Now, now for me, for me, it's uh, Idris Elba. Um, uh, Idris Elba would make the best one because he's, he's just, yeah, he, he would make... Because he's done, he's, he's done, he's done movies where he's done, he's got the the action, uh, he's got the action hero kudos, 
to be able to pull off a James Bond. All right. We've seen him in that all action hero type role that would be best suited to it. You know, it's, it's, it's no different from, you know, if you've got a, a martial arts movie, you know, you, you want actors with a little bit of martial arts experience because trying to train them from scratch is a bit of a pain in the ass. <laughs> so, um, Idris Elba's so, got the the you know right. the stunt training and the green screen training and all of that, so it's just easy. To, it, we got we got to be quick though, Neil. Okay, uh, Idris what? Elba. Yep. There doesn't need to be another two. There doesn't need to be another two. All right, <laughs> Bones. I, oh, I completely agree. My number one was Idris Elba, Henry Cavill, and the I guess maybe like the guy who did Three Hundred, who was Gerard Butler. I guess Gerard, you'd be right. Gerard, no, Gerard Butler could probably pull it off, actually. Yeah, no, Gerard <laughs> Butler could definitely. And I like him, but his movies are so terrible. So we got to get him into something good. <laughs> Seth? Um, I'm actually going to throw out a super spy, Colin Firth from Kingsman. Hmm. And Ooh. Matt Smith um, from House of love, the Dragon. Love that guy. No, no, Matt Smith, too scr- he's too scrawny. He's not. Oh, he's come on. Built. He could bulk up a little he's, bit. He, I don't care fun. how good an actor he is. He just doesn't have the physique to pull off Bond. He doesn't. He's too thin and wiry and scrawny. He, just, <laughs> he couldn't do it. He couldn't right. do it. Flair. Um, something that popped in, like, literally just in my head, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was like, that would I can be see it. Idea. Idris Elba, of course. Um. I'm trying to think, like, I, I was thinking, like, Kingsman, um, if you had taken, like, Taron Egerton, like, I liked those movies, that that series of movies that he's in. I was like, you know what, if he was aged a little more in that Bond role, I'd actually be kind of okay with it. They were campy kind of weird movies. All right, Leo DiCaprio movies. I um, set, uh, We're going to go backwards. Flair, you start. Oh, gosh, you're starting with me. I'm starting oh, with no. you on Leo. <laughs> uh, Romeo and Juliet. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that, at least mentioning that one. Yes, Romeo and Juliet's a movie that popped out to me. Inception. Uh, oh, gosh. I, I, I had to look it up way earlier. Uh, he voiced the character in Django Unchained. All right. Uh, it was, uh, oh, gosh, what was he? It was Calvin. Um, Calvin Candle. He didn't just voice, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, he was <laughs> in it. Oh, I was thinking something in... different. Okay, yeah, no, I was he thinking was of something different. Game. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, but no, he's in Django Unchained. Uh, Wolf on Wall Street. I've seen. There, there I you go. Seen... Oh, you stole so, one no, of no, mine. no, no, no. He didn't because he he said that it was. He mentioned that fourth. So Wolf oh. of Wall Street. What else you got, Seth? Um, Titanic, obviously. That, as a kid, that. that was what I grew up with. So that's okay. really the major. Those are really the two that I kind of come to mind is repeatable value for Leo, for me. Okay. Anything else? Not off the top. No. All right. Bonesy. The Departed. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie all around. And lots of uh, big name actors. Um, Inception and... uh, He was also in The Quick and the Dead in his youth, during his youthful years. You know, he was thrown into movies because it was like, oh, you know, we, we, we want chicks that think he's hot to watch this movie because it's that bad, despite the fact that it had Gene Hackman in it, you know? It was a Sharon Stone movie, and it was like, yeah, you, you, you can put Gene Hackman in okay. a movie, but it's like you, you need to put the cast around him to be all that the cast around him needs to be awesome in order for Gene Hackman to be awesome, and it just wasn't. So, who, who else you got there? Uh, um, hey, I'm just gonna say, oh, sorry, oh, never uh, me. Uh, I mean, I go ahead, I don't know what's going okay. on. Okay, I'm, I'm good. 
Anything just, else? Just, just, no, 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 there's no other movies I can think of Bas- uh, note that Leo's been in. So just, yeah. Uh, Basketball Diaries. And oh, yeah. also um, Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can, yeah, yeah. with Tom Hanks. That was, a, no, that was a funny those, one. Those are the two I'll add on to there. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street was my third. Next up, Morgan Freeman movies. Flair. Oh God! Oh, uh, this is this is easy. This I, I, <laughs> number like, one. So movie. for me, I grew up with the Batman movies. So anything he was Lucius Fox in, I greatly enjoyed those. Okay. Um. So that's that's all three of those. I, I don't want to consider those the the Fallen series of movies. So London has fallen. Um. That was okay. one of the ones I remember off the top of my head. Um. Oh God! And it's anything that he's the voice of God. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Bruce insert, Almighty. Anything Lego he's movie. the voice of God for. <laughs> Seth, yeah, I was gonna go with uh, Bruce Almighty and the Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption is number one. It's got to be right there at the top. Mm-hmm. It has to be because it's 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 him narrating a film that he's in, and he's he's just got one of those voices that you know it's like. I mean, South Park famously took the Mickey out of him. It's like you know when when we need someone with gravitas, we just we just bring Morgan Freeman in to narrate it because he's got such a good voice, right. and that was it. Bonesy. Um, lucky number Slevin, I think it was called. Slevin, yeah, no, yeah, no, it was called. Like, it was called Lucky Number Slevin. He was a bad guy in it. Great, great <laughs> movie. Um, uh, I gotta say, Evan Almighty, or not Evan Almighty, Bruce Almighty, and uh, the the buddy comedy where they both have cancer. Uh, Jack Nicholson's in it, and they do oh. a bucket. Is it called Bucket List? Bucket yeah. List. You took you took my number one yeah, of his. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think I, I think I think the movie uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, also needs special mention. Was he in that? That's an old movie. That's old we're talking, movie. You yeah. know, that's that's a that's thirty years old. That movie. Huh. And there also was one from '89, Glory. All right. So, um, is that your list now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, okay. We've talked to me. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Too many people. So in, in seven. <laughs> Seven is also oh, yeah, one. No, yeah, that was a good oh, one. Yeah. yeah, he was good in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very good in that. What's in the really? box? Um, and then, I mean, I'm very, very, very surprised that nobody uh, mentioned Invictus. Never heard of it. Okay. That's because most people don't don't bother with rugby movies, you know? All right. Uh, Natalie Portman movies. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. So one that, and I imagine everyone's going to say Star Wars here. The other one that I can remember was V for Vendetta. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she was good. Yep. Yeah, she was good as Evie. And v- I was watching V for Vendetta yesterday. I'll watch it again tomorrow because it's it's compulsory watching for British people to watch V for Vendetta on the 5th of November. <laughs> if you ask me to remember anything else that she's in besides that in Star Wars, God help me. Well, what about Thor. the fact that she's Leon. in Thor? I, <laughs> Leon. I think that's everybody's three, right? Be her Vendetta. I have Star one Wars, more. Thor. You got one more. Go ahead. So. The other Bowling Girl. Never heard it's of it. It's the one about King yeah. Henry VIII. Yeah, per- period drama it's, movie. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Right. And what's it called? The other Bowling Girl. She plays um, Anne Boleyn. Okay. I'm sure my girlfriend's watched it. She watches all those. Yeah, All it's a right. chick flick. There's the, if, if the only the only way that you watch that movie as, as a dude is if you is if your girlfriend drag you to watch two, it. Two and more, I've seen them all. <laughs> uh, two more uh, questions here. Last one from Zaz. Sigourney Weaver movies. 
Ghost Weaver. Ghostbusters number one for me. Yeah, Ghost mm. Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters Alien. Oh, yeah. Galaxy Quest. Ga oh, shit. that was brilliant. That was that was so funny because it was like, oh, oh, Sigourney. Never thought of you that way. <laughs> she also took really because because you because yeah. you just think of her as like you know badass boss bitch <laughs> sort of thing, and then all of a sudden she's this yeah. soft, fluffy you and know then, and then alien. push up bra push up bra, push up bra woman in that movie. But yeah, Alien definitely. <laughs> then Alien, uh, Bonesy, Avatar, Alien, and Holmes. <laughs> okay, Seth. I was gonna say Avatar and Alien. All right, and, and Flair. You know, I had I had to look up because I was like, who are we talking about? <laughs> so, like, none of those are recognizable to me straight away. Like, I have to look in it and be like, oh, she was this person. Okay. Well, Bloody that's because you're younger. But that's Bloody millennials. You just don't know anything about culture beyond, you know, 1999. Ridiculous. It blew my mind when I found out I was a millennial. I didn't even know it. I used to make fun of millennials, and they're like, dude, you are one. You are one, yeah, exactly. Making fun of yourself. <laughs> All right, and last last question uh, given by our uh, by a very very fun Patreon by the name of Flair. Favorite RPG games? Let's go to each. Flair, why don't you kick us off since it was your question? Oh, it was my question, wasn't it? Um, oh man. Okay, so I want to throw in a, a Final Fantasy game in here, but I have to pick one, and that's a problem. Uh, the one get, that I put two. the most. You get two. Yeah, yeah, but I want to pick one from that franchise. Oh, okay. There's so much to it. Uh, people don't like it, but it's the one that I dumped the most time into. Uh, Final Fantasy three. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. three. Go, go. People didn't like it for when it one. came out. The other option for me would have been 15. 15 was divisive for a lot of people as well. Mm. Uh, people either didn't like three because of all the job class stuff with it, or they loved it because of all the job class stuff. Yeah. I liked it. I absolutely loved it. Final Fantasy for for me, I'm gonna jump in. Final Fantasy Tactics. I never Great played game. that one. I have a wrong. Well, Final. I Fan have a way to play it. Yes, I'm saying that you you have access to it. Plus, <laughs> I think it is. I I do consider it abandoned. Get yourself a for, handheld, mate, so you can play them all the time. I do consider it abandoned. Where as far as the GBA port goes, uh, because it was a different story, and they haven't re-released it. Mm -hmm. Um. And then my other uh, RPG, Fallout. Insert of number course. here. Hey. <laughs> Seth? Uh, my very first RPG was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Hey. And then... And um, culture. And then I wouldn't be able to get away uh, without mentioning my wife's favorite uh, RPG, the Dragon Age series. Ah. Those are fun. Bonesy? I, I'm doing three. Just because I want to. Uh, uh, Elder Scrolls, but mainly Oblivion is my all-time greatest game I've ever played in my life. Uh, Fallout, of course. And uh, all of Zelda games. All okay. the Zelda ones are fun. I feel like I'll addendum. I'm throwing a J in front of one of mine. Uh, Persona 5. Okay. And which, no. just, uh, which just got released on Games Pass for Xbox. You see, Game Pass, you bet I gifted two subs to get access to it for three months for free. <laughs> Heck yes, I did. Tell everybody about that, Paul, because that's a pretty good deal, actually. Do you know what we're talking about? If you gift subs on Twitch, uh, you get uh, you get two, you get it three months free of Xbox. Uh, I you, think it's... you can sub 
and then you can gift a sub and that counts as well yes can you use that on a pc yes it's yeah xbox so, so ultimate game pass Oh, awesome. I thought it was Ultimate. I thought it was Xbox and PC. I think it's just PC game. Okay, pass. but still, I mean, oh, it's three yeah. months for free. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Darknar says Wizard's oh, Crown in Baldur's Gate. Nev, what you got? Shining the Holy Ark on the Sega Saturn. I heard Shining. Yes. Yep. Shining Forces. Shining the Holy Ark on the, on the Sega Saturn is just, yeah. Never played Really, it. really, really good. Shout out to an RPG that came out of nowhere, but the Subnautica series. And That's then, considered an RPG of sorts. Uh, and then, of course, you also have Mist and Riven uh, of those types as well. So, yeah. All right. So, um, each of you uh, talk about your Twitch channel, and then we're going to wrap it up here. Bonesy, you first. Twitch.tv slash Bones88. Uh, With a Z. Yes, with a Z. Um, Marvel Strike Force, Swaga, Star Wars Galaxies. I'm bringing it back, boys. <laughs> Seth. That's about it. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv slash Seth Gaming. We're actually going through a full remodel, um, working with the guy who actually helped Biscuit Weasel uh, redo a retool of his channel a while ago. So looking to have a full relaunch of the channel soon. All right. And Flair? Twitch.tv slash Gaming Embers. Variety content all the time. We are now mainlining the Trails franchise, which is like 12 games long. The full JRPG series. It's a lot of stuff. And then Destiny and Marvel Strike Force <laughs> and other stuff. Yeah, and he gets to wake up with Nick Cage every time he streams. <laughs> uh, Nev, what do you got coming up on the channel? Some more Runes of Magic? Or, yeah, or... I have no idea at the moment. <laughs> no, the, I... the, runes of, the Runes of Magic, 300% bonus XP a bonus event finished i i was able to grind my way at level 62 <laughs> on my main nice so uh, i was very very happy with that so uh i'm just gonna leave that now and, and grind my my priest up to star wars galaxies 60 but bones what I've, I've looked it, it doesn't it doesn't have the leg it doesn't have the legs that like kotor does or or or, or have you tall. played it have you played it before huh? have you played uh, it before he, I, He's Galaxy, played every I've, I've, I've only I've, I've only played Ga I only played Galaxies for the 14 day trial on the disc that I oh, originally got no. back in 2013, and I didn't, you know, it didn't, it just didn't come by a stream. Hold, I'll, I'll it talk into it. It didn't hold me long enough. <laughs> well, did, you have talked him into enough. playing Runes of Magic, so it's only fair that he tries to at least get the chance That's to talk right. to you. That's right. <laughs> um vault 37 studios within the next two weeks by the time you see me hopefully there will be some more jackbox mondays possibly coming back and we'll be talking with boulder doobies who is a supporter of the show just to make sure that i don't step on his toes maybe we can do it together we'll see um yes doc no and uh so uh we appreciate every single one of you thank you for all the support these uh these past few months um you guys are amazing, and we look forward to the next uh, next chance that we can uh, we can get together. Tune in next week for episode one of the Marvel Strike Force uh, show on the Escape Podcast. Nev, anything else? No, we're all, all good to go. All right, be nice to each other. Damn it, who wants to say it? Hit the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? 
Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog.